0: what's good my name is Ty Verdes and if you haven't heard of me before go figure it
1: out (laughs) there you go (laughs) if only that someone invented google (laughs) yeah Yeah, hello. Welcome to the next episode of Introducing and, well, who didn't fall in love with Orville Peck? Seriously, so many people contacted me saying, I, I think I'm a cowboy now because of that chat. So interesting. If you have no idea who Orville Peck is still, well, where have you been? Uh, go back and have a look. He, he's on the last episode. But maybe you're more of a Ty Verdez guy. That's why you're here today, which is good because I'm about to play the chat I have with Ty Verdez. Now, he's done it all, really, and he's only 26. He's a California local. He's tall, very, very tall. He he gave college basketball a crack. He's done it all. As I said, Uh, the voice in the US, American Idol. He even did an MTV dating show. He was on season six of Are You The One? He was uh, sleeping on a mate's couch a few years ago, working in a phone shop until he went TikTok viral. He exploded, which I think is the, the law if you're in the music business under the age of 30. I caught up with him at the Ivy in Sydney a couple of days before he hit the Splinter in the Grass stage, not the day that was cancelled, don't worry. He played Saturday at Splinter in the Grass. Maybe you saw him. Maybe you saw him hanging out with Tate McRae on one of his Australian shows. He's very chilled. He's very cool. We got along really well. Um, sit down. Relax. I mean, do whatever. I'm not telling you how to listen to it. Just listen. It's Ty Verdez. Let- Man, thanks for joining us. And as I was just saying to you before we we kicked off, welcome to our beautiful sunny country. Yeah,
0: crazy. I mean, I just love Australia in general. I mean, we've been here for like three days and why would I not love it? It's great. But I mean, it's not the hottest, but it's been hot everywhere I've been. So this is a cool
1: refresher. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not only refreshing, it's torrential rain as well, which is fantastic. You know, (laughs) you need some spice in your life. So is this your first trip to Australia? Yes. First
0: ship ever. Crazy craziness.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You love it we're good people
0: I, yeah I mean I love the accents man you guys are crazy I love <laughs> it
1: <laughs> well and the most people who are interviewing anyone from the states would get you to do an American uh, do an Australian accent so. I can't so I'm don't, so to don't but, but what I'm trying to say I'm just, is I'm not <laughs> going to do that <laughs> okay, okay, okay cool, cool,
0: cool, cool. I'm just so bad at. It. I wish I could yeah. I would break it out I would have started the interview yeah, like yeah that's
1: right g'day buddy <laughs> I won't, so I, I won't talk California neither so well, it's, okay. I mean I wouldn't mind you try yeah um, I, I just like there's college girls Instagrams you yeah know, it's like, like Hey, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, I was kidding hey, I was kidding No way, it's Ty Vernis. Oh, there it is, you love it. <laughs> now I've embarrassed myself. Um, but you're playing in Sydney, you're playing in Melbourne, and you're doing my favorite festival in the whole world, Splendor in the Grass, which I, I hope Splendor. is going to be a little bit sunshiny for you. But have you heard much about Splendor? I mean,
0: people just say that it has a different energy than other festivals, yeah. and I love seeing that because I've been going to uh, you know festivals all across America, mm. and now I am get to go to one in Australia.
1: This is great. Especially after a two-year break. So, this year is the 20th anniversary of Splendor in the Grass. But as the whole world was on pause for two years with COVID, it's going to have a different energy.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So, So I've just come back from Glastonbury. And Glastonbury are two years off too that's 250,000 people just so you can't wipe the smiles off their face Whoa. it's the nicest energy in the world I love that, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I, I love like er- everything I read about you is like almost like that this is one of the great stories you were sleeping on your friend's couch and then boom you're a superstar um, how much of that is true and would you like to <laughs> would you like to go into detail
0: <laughs> um, I wasn't sleeping on my friend's couch I was paying to live in a living room and I was paying $550 to live in that living room and down LA. Um And that after I did that for four years, um, TikTok came around. I started using it. And then um, while that was happening, during those four years, I had tried out for a bunch of like talent shows and stuff like that. Um, never getting past the first producer, not the first round, the first
1: producer. Oh, really? Well, what, what, yeah. what were you doing? What was your audition? <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, like stand up comedy, yeah, exactly. I was doing,
0: I was doing, I did do stand up comedy really? sometimes. I did like funny songs, you know, I did oh, right. funny okay. songs. I did, I wrote my what own. Was songs. The, what
1: was your audition song that you remember? You don't have to do it, but do you remember what <sighs> it was? man, it make you do it.
0: <laughs> I wish I knew my audition song, that would be amazing. Um, um, I, it's probably in my voice memo somewhere. Yeah. I've definitely recorded myself doing it. Um, dang. Now you're having me go back into my memory vault. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't that good. So yeah, obviously, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't that good. So I always say I wasn't ready for that. And I didn't really blame anyone. Any of the producers for not seeing like stardom. What is that? What is that even? Um, and I think that now uh after i worked like pretty I, I work is a you know is a big word but i really tried hard to work on my voice and i went into my car every single day for an hour and a half and i would sing and try to get better at singing and then the first time i got into the studio after making music with my friends kind of uh you know passively aggressively going into the studio tried to make songs the first Two songs that I made when I got in the studio was Stuck in the Middle and then a song called Something to Cry About, which is also on my first album. Yeah. You know?
1: what What's the one little technique that you can share that if anyone's listening now that wants to become a singer or maybe they're listening in the car now and they mm-hmm. are a singer, what's one thing that they can do? Um, practice. It's all
0: practice. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't stress enough that it's like time on task is what makes people different than other people.
1: Or they say like 10,000 hours yeah. and you become an expert. Exactly. I mean, 10,000 hours of actually doing it. Right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: Actually doing it. I'm actually trying to yeah. do something. And maybe you're going to be wrong with the technique sometimes, but you got to try to start somewhere or else you're not going to get anywhere.
1: Now, I'm... Um- Let's go back to because college basketball was also a huge part of your life, yeah, and was. obviously you're a giant. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, compared me. And I'm I wearing that. Doc Martens. And I I'm love still- that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, explain because maybe people in Australia don't really get how big college basketball actually is because if you play mm. university basketball here, that doesn't really mean anything, but college basketball is, mm-hmm. well, you're, you're in the big time almost. What, why, why, what happened? Why didn't you pursue that? Was it, was music too much of a distraction or?
0: No, I mean, I just wasn't good enough. A lot of these reasons are just because you're not good yeah. enough. That's why you didn't make it. I wasn't good enough to play. Some of my friends were, some of my friends are in the NBA right now. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, But I just didn't. Those guys have either the innate ability to do something crazy, jump really high, have a really crazy wingspan, like quick twitch muscles, or they just love basketball and practice so hard. And sometimes it's a combination of the two. And then you got Donovan Mitchell, who I played with, and he's an NBA all-star right yeah, now. Yeah, right. Um,
1: Our biggest and, export was Luke Longley. Do you remember Luke yes, Longley? Luke Longley. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. 7,000 feet tall. Yeah, exactly. And, and, was good, and then happened to play for the Chicago Bulls in yeah. one of the greatest periods of America. Yeah basketball ever amazing amazing <laughs> yeah. um so be born tall and then be good <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 exactly and then you
0: have to actually love it i could have I, I was tall but i was never like grinding like i saw other people grind right um and i didn't really have the instincts of somebody who's in the nba like the instincts of someone to like know where everybody is at on the floor at all times i was pretty good but i didn't have those really top tier instincts yeah now After I, you know, did a couple injuries, the typical story, oh my gosh, my foot hurt, my leg (laughs) hurt, whatever. Um, That's when I started trying to do different things because I didn't want to work a regular job. I wanted to either be some sort of, uh, you know, actor, comedian, something like that. And I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I just tried a bunch of different things. I went to open calls. I went to um, uh, open calls for modeling. I went to open calls for uh, being a comedian. I did... uh, some modeling, you know, all of this is open call stuff. I did open calls for
1: auditions for American Idol. But but living in California, is that a bit of a grind there? Because from an outsider's point of view, it feels like all of California is trying to do that. Like talk about competition, like you really have to stand out in a place like California. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's not really standing out.
0: It's how long you stay. Some people leave. And I think that's hard um, to make it if you're if you're in not somewhere where things are happening because I want to do a lot of stuff and there's a lot of opportunity in uh, LA but you can build it anywhere especially now with the internet being so powerful and that's what people is happening right now with TikTok you can build it anywhere
1: yeah absolutely so tell me about growing up then were you in a musical household like was music always a big part of your your upbringing mm, doesn't I look th- like
0: it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean like I had the opportunity to take
1: piano lessons yep.
0: and, and in high school. I took AP music theory because I decided to. It wasn't like my whole house was like a musical household. I wasn't right. like Billie Eilish where <laughs> yeah. she stayed home and just like wrote songs yeah. all
1: the time. If Billie Eilish wasn't, didn't become a superstar growing up in that house and something was wrong. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly.
0: So for me, it was more like I just had the opportunity to do whatever I want. And in the beginning of my life, it was more like basketball training because I really like basketball. I was compe- I'm competitive. Mm. And I kind of like bring that over to music a little bit too where I just yep. like... Um. Just want to make the best thing I can.
1: Yeah. What kind of um, artists were you listening to when you were a kid?
0: Childish Gambino, Fifty Cent, Kanye West, Kid Cudi. Yeah. Let me think of somebody else who I, I listened to. I mean, honestly, I listened to mostly that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, what was the moment then? Like you, you were talking about stuck in the middle. Was that what was the moment where? everything changed. And it feels like thing, when things really blow up, it happens like that. And then you don't have a chance to <laughs> catch your breath. You know what? I'd say
0: it hasn't even changed that much because I've always been kind of like a D-list celebrity, you know, because yeah. I, I went on a reality TV show for a little bit. And yeah. after that, that's when people started. And playing basketball, people would recognize me in general because I was, you know, pretty high. I played in the Nike leagues and Adidas leagues and stuff yeah, like right. that. Okay. Um, so people would like know who I was around. Yeah. Um, and Being in the reality TV show lane, it, you know, elevated a little bit more. And then being on TikTok, you become that guy from that thing. You know, you're always that guy from that That thing. That guy from that thing. And and even even now, if I saw half the people that are on the radio right now, I wouldn't even recognize them, you know? So it's like, there's only a small amount of people to where blowing up and it completely affects your life to where you can't go outside. Billie Eilish, Kanye West, Adele, you know, those type of people. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I can go outside. Yeah.
1: But, but, easy, but I mean, yeah. things must have changed for you in terms of like, you might, might have had plans, but then now that song came out and the, the New York Times said it was one of the best songs of the year. And yeah. then all of a sudden they're getting offers like crazy. I don't necessarily mean you can't walk down the street, but yeah, 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 your yeah, exactly. life has gone like this. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. The
0: decisions that I'm doing for like my life is like, I play shows now. I yeah. do, I make a lot more music now. Like that right. type of stuff is really You're awesome. You're in Australia yeah, talking yeah. to me. I'm in Australia. Oh like that's cool. Exactly. Yourself, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The <laughs> only time I can't like walk around is when I'm in like a festival situation. Yeah. I try to go out to the public. They think I'm very recognizable. You know? Yeah.
1: Are you going to hang out at Splendour in the Grass a bit or are you going to fly in, fly out?
0: I'm going to try and see some stuff. I I, I don't really know what, what my schedule is. What are you playing? Is. Are you playing? Um,
1: I'm playing Saturday. Saturday, yeah. yeah. I'm there Saturday. Oh, I'm that's I'm just going gonna to see thick. the Strokes and I'm okay. going to go, I'll come and see you. So, nice. I know I'm just coming in for 24 hours of power. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> um, TV, the debut album. Um, was that a long process? Was that, did that just fall out of you? Was the track listing like just easy or was that something that was a bit of a struggle and you're like this is hard work and now it's out there and it's like now yeah, that's done like how, how was the debut album process yeah it's kind you? of like giving birth you know you give birth and like <laughs> all the ladies would love to hear that yeah exactly uh,
0: <laughs> two men I mean, sitting here talking about yeah, how easy it is. it is to give birth no no I say it's, I, mean, no, I, know. It's, I mean it was definitely hard I, I definitely had a creative birth if, 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 if you know what I'm saying like I yeah of course I, I had the album it started as like six songs then it changed to like nine songs and it became 13 songs so it grew mm. um, because I wanted to make an album for my first project um and i realized that no one was going to tell me to make an album and like how it usually works in the industry is like you make a hit and then people are like okay make your album but for me i was like i don't you can't give me permission to do whatever the one whatever the fuck i want i'm gonna do whatever i want so i'm just gonna make an album as many times as i want to make an album and i see the people that i you know um admire like you know tyler the creator and kanye who have built these projects, whether they're 13 songs, 20 songs, whatever it is, that's the thing that I that makes me admire them is that they have that creative capacity to keep going and keep making stuff and keep having something to say. Um and that's what I wanted to do. So that's why I made the first album what it was is like telling a story about the four uh the past four or five years of my life. Yeah. Um and yeah, it was really cool that it all ended up into me releasing, you know, A OK um, and having that be the thing that took me around the world a little bit.
1: I'm reading a lot, um, especially when you speak to American artists, about the sophomore album. now. And I, I spoke to Orville Peck um, mm. yesterday, and he was talking about the sophomore slump, where it's just like this idea of like the second album, Blues. It's like their first mm. album did so well. Now there's all this pressure on me to, to release something even better or different or mm. how are you feeling about Because it's September, I believe, your second yeah. album is coming out.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, Is the sophomore slump a thing for you or are you like, hey, this is great. This is gravy. I'm loving this. Well,
0: to me, there's no such thing. I mean, I'm only going to be in my sophomore year for four months and then I got my third album coming out in 2023. Yeah, right. I don't really think about, you know, being stuck because I'm always creating stuff. And I think that's how people get stuck is that like, okay, say everyone hates your second album great so when the people love your third album then it's going to be even better it's like wow he really turned it around you yeah. know like there's always a way to flip a story Yeah. Um. and and to answer your question more directly I think my second album is great so it doesn't yeah. matter
1: to me Well, I heard you say I watched you on the American Today show you were talking about the fact that uh, is second album all about love is it or is it just I mean, a very I, love focused
0: it's love focused it's like the theme is love yeah, yeah. you know and uh, I definitely update people like with my first album uh, I there's a song called Real World where there's no chorus, It's just me talking about where I'm at in life and then oh, really? I also have that in uh, the second I mean in the second track of the album I say you motherfuckers you couldn't even do half this <laughs> so that's that's where I'm at in my life right now I love that I love the confidence it's fantastic <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, the podcast is called Introducing, so we generally we finish the chat with, if you would like to introduce us to someone that you're listening to or that you like at the moment. Ooh question without notice so take your time do I get to do multiple people or just one yeah you can do whatever you want oh okay there's cool. no time limit here um,
0: <laughs> yeah if you're trying to find some new music listen to uh, I'm trying to see who should I shout out from TikTok
1: Yeah, a lot of pressure on to, you now, yeah you know, yeah, I mean, yeah exactly <laughs>
0: exactly Claire Rosencrantz is really cool um, you know Lauren Spencer Smith is from TikTok and she's awesome uh, Gail Gail's awesome yeah. too uh, now for people that I've been listening to I listen to G. she's like super small but just release some songs. It's cool. Who else? I've been listening to Dominic Fike for a long time. Dominic Frieden. Brent fires is yep. really cool. He has a new album out. Um, but other than that, I've been listening to myself. So oh you, yeah, want you music, do that? Yeah, I do. Li- yeah. Yeah. Um, especially to listen to the second album. Yeah. I have been listening to that front to back just to make sure that the feel is right. People so.
1: say because um, I'm not a musician, but people say when before they release an album, they like to listen to it in the car. Uh-huh. Do you do that? Or where, I mean, where do you I like literally to have to your a video
0: own. of me doing that for my first album. I <laughs> yeah. should probably
1: do it for my second album yeah. too, but yeah. Um where, where do you like to listen to yourself the most? In the in bar. The, in the car. Yeah, in the, like car, yeah, in the yeah. car.
0: Like I'm the guy that's listening to my own stuff driving down uh Highway 1 like legitimately <laughs> yeah, great. doing that. Yeah.
1: Unreal. well look it's been a pleasure to meet you i'm so glad that you're enjoying your time here you're going to love splendor in the grass mm. i'll know how to find if you if i now don't in the crowd. i'm gonna find you <laughs> and i'm gonna be like this guy lied to me <laughs> no, you have a great time um pleasure meeting you man all right pleasure dude thank you